Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, February 20th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared, and I'm white, and I want to see Black Panther. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is Ian, and I've already seen it. Are you white? Wow. I am. Okay. (laughs) This week on the podcast, we'll be talking about arming the Moonies, right up front, (laughs) and uh, Trump-Russian ties. But first, uh, if you want to participate with the podcast, join the conversation. You can go to facebook.com slash profanearg and uh, post your thoughts or a link to an article that you'd like to share with us. First thing I want to discuss, some follow-up on what we talked about previously, uh, Rick Saccone and the redistricting in, uh, in Pennsylvania. So there was a poll done for the special election, which is going to be on March 13th. The poll uh, showed that Lamb, who is Rick Saccone's uh, opponent, was at 46% and Saccone at 49%. And it's got like a 4% margin of error. So they're pretty much tied at the moment, which is incredible because Trump won the district by 20 points. Mm. I'm hearing that story a lot. Yeah. Highly conservative southwestern Pennsylvania. Now, supposedly, so the reason I bring up the redistricting is because this may, but probably will not, affect this special election. So we had talked about the fact that I think we mentioned that the Governor Wolf came up with his own redistricting plan after uh, vetoing what the legislation had come up with. Apparently, the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania decided that they wanted to do it themselves. And, uh, wow, theirs is much different. I have, I'm going to post a, uh, a link to a map that you can interact with and, and take a look on the website, profaneargument.com. Uh, if you want to take a look, their districts are not all screwy like everybody <laughs> else is. They're pretty straightforward, actually. Um, I don't know if you guys have taken a look. I have. They are, are, are you, I can't quite tell how this is being cut, but are you 15th district or 12th? 12. We will be in the 12th district. Okay, okay. There's that big, like, odd shape that cuts into the 12th district from the 15th, and I wasn't <laughs> sure if that was part of Center County or if that was... Oh, it's part of Center County. Oh. The Walmart, The Walmart on North Atherton is in the 15th district, so that's a little weird. Okay. Wow. Patton, <laughs> yeah, pa- Patton Township, they split at the township line, so Patton Township, which is kind of the northern, northwestern side of town, that's where the line is. I used to live near that Walmart. <laughs> Many people yeah, do. So, yeah. <laughs> so that area, if you're in Patton Township, that's 15th District, which is, again, right up the road. Mm. But if you're in the main part of where we are, yeah, it's the 12th District. So we're in the same district as uh, as Ian, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Were you before? Oh, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, Jared's out. Sorry, dude. You're out. I so want to be districts. District 9, but I'm <laughs> District 8. <laughs> <laughs> so is, what, is 18 Pittsburgh? Yes. Eight, the new 18th district, well, and again, uh, one thing that we should say, this that was posted by the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, the Republicans say that they are going to file a federal suit to try to stop this from be- coming into place. However, most uh, legal people say that they don't have a chance of winning. Good. But they could slow so, it down. But yeah, they could slow it down. And if they slow it down, which they are very likely to do, mm-hmm. it will not come into place before the special election in March that we were talking about Rixicone and whatever his name is, Lamb. Right. So that's why I originally brought this up. So now the new Pittsburgh is the 18th district and Rixicone, the Saccone Lamb is going to be the 14th district, which was is to the south of Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a red district. No question. The so- 14th? Yeah. Yeah. I know I, I'm, I'm into this new map. I like that the idea that the state Supreme Court, you know, while, again, no plan is a perfect plan, I feel like they are or should make an effort to be the most neutral. Yes. Yeah. And I think they hit I think they hit a good mark. I mean, was it 538 did an analysis of their map and they said this is as good as we've seen. It meets the criteria in many different ways. And there are way more ways to measure this than I thought possible <laughs> so they, me- they measured the length of the boundaries and instead of like 1800 miles of boundaries it's 1100 miles of boundaries i'm like that's a weird measurement <laughs> and this and this goes into effect or this is in effect yes until appealed or until a, a lawsuit is 
brought. I mean, they can't I, I'm appeal. I'm shocked but. at how quickly they're just like, here's the map, and they're like, okay, this is it. Well, yeah. that's the thing. They really need to come out with this very quickly so that all the voting, because, I mean, we're in election year, so all the voting that's going to be taking place in November. Well, May, it, it's, for the primaries. It, right. It all has to, uh, you know, take this into account. So they had to get it out very quickly. But I'm, right. I'm just shocked because, like, I'm assuming prior to this, like, if I wanted to, I could have driven all the way to Ian's house and voted on for for my district. Well, no, you have to you have to vote in your polling place. Right. You oh, can't vote okay, just okay. anywhere. So it doesn't. Okay, so that's why this is so easy to to whip up and just be like, okay, here you go. Right. Right. The difficult part is that the the, the representatives don't know who they're representing. They're gonna have to figure that out quick. And in a couple cases, the representatives no longer live in the districts that they're representing. Now, there's no requirement that they do. It's just regularly frowned on and something that your opponent uses against you. Well, he doesn't even live in this district, you know, but... Well, I think I, in I this guess, case, we can let it go this year. <laughs> I guess my question is, is like, I, and I have to look at the old map, because like, is there a picture of the old map on this site? Uh, no. There is on the Politico site, I thought. Well, it's not that important, but like someone who was like, oh, I get to vote in this, this Rick Saccone thing, and he's like... Oh, wait, now I can't. Possibly, yeah. Or the other way around, like, oh, I wasn't even involved in this, now I am, you know. Right. If you scroll down, they, bro- they broke it into eastern Pennsylvania, well, down near Philadelphia and western Pennsylvania, so you can at least see some of the districts. But yeah, in the Saccone case, yeah, there's definitely going to be some of that. I loved, uh, I loved your optimism about <laughs> the Saccone lamb possibilities when you heard 4% margin of error, because right. sadly, <laughs> when I heard 4% margin of error, I was like, oh, so 44% to 53%. Mm. <laughs> Possibly. But again, it is it is a highly red district. Trump won that area significantly in 2016. But I mean, we've seen we've seen weirder things. Now, the other thing about the and I, I really wish I could remember his first name. Um, <laughs> the other thing about lamb uh, is Connor, I believe. If, if, yeah, Connor, if he, if this were 10 years ago, he would be a Republican. Sure. Like some of the things that he comes out of, he's, he's a religious guy, but he doesn't think that his religion should impact uh, a woman getting an abortion. He is like, he has a very extremely conservative Democrat. I mean, he could be Republican. Like if it was 10 years ago, he could have, be on the Republican ticket. No problem. He's, isn't he ex-military? I don't know. There were other components to it. But yeah, he looks like a Republican. Well, <laughs> hey, listen, 30 years ago, Reagan would have been Democrat. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Or I should say Reagan nowadays would be a Democrat. He yeah, would. absolutely. So I don't know. I think Lamb may pick up some of the vote. I mean, I know there's a lot of people who just vote Republican no matter who is there. Right. I mean, but, but if they if they actually look at some of the, the arguing points... Saccone is bonkers, so... Well, and there's that. <laughs> yeah. And he's got that Trump stink on him. He yeah. does. I hope, I hope so. the Democrats are actually doing some advertising down there, since I know they completely abandoned Pennsylvania during the uh, presidential election. Well, I don't know how their advertising is going, but I did hear that in so a lot of the local advertising is hugely negative advertising against Lamb. And he actually addressed this during their televised debate about how bad the negative advertising had become. So during the debate... When that negative advertising ran right after he had made this reference, it probably had a little bit of an impact because, I mean, he was pointing out how bad it was, and then they showed some of it, like, right during the the televised debate, so. Nice. And uh, I do want to give a shout-out to uh, the Pittsburgh Atheist, at Pitt Atheist, on Twitter, for sharing some of this information on uh, on the Facebook page. Yeah, enjoy your brand-new district. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, so wait a minute. So... What district were you and I in before, Ian, together? Were we in 12? I do not know. I'm I think joking. we were in 11. No. Pot- I, again, I, without a map, I wouldn't know. So one of us got to change, and who our representative. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we definitely got to change as well, because we used to be in what is now the 15th, and now we're in the 12th. We're shifted eastward. Yeah, so you both used to be in the 10th district. Oh, wow. And now, And now you're in the 8th and the 12th, so... Because they renumbered them all. Right. So one of you will have the same rep, the other one of you will not. Or do we both have a new rep and the guy who did 10th before just sh- shuffled down to the middle there? Oh, maybe. I don't know. The 10th district really spans over where the 12th and the 8th now are. So I would imagine that 
it's going to i think it was the 17th that got converted into the 8th so yeah it's that area is kind of crazy because from scranton up to where you are jared is now the 8th district yeah. so i don't know how they're going to right uh, and that's where i used to get bombarded with stuff mm. from that area during uh you know during voting time so i won't hear a thing about scranton wilkes-barre hazelton and why i should vote for those people I'll be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Local representation. I know. <laughs> and I don't have to hear about what's going on in Williamsport. Exactly. It'll work out great. <laughs> Tired of them telling me I can go to a Sonic nearby. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so I find a lot of this to be very interesting. The Pennsylvania redistricting is, uh, I mean, it's a good step, I think. Uh, I, again, I don't think the legislation is going to get anywhere in their appeal. From from what I'm reading, they're just it's just not going to happen. I agree. I couldn't no. be more excited about this. I would like them to use this as as a guideline for the rest of the country. <laughs> mm. Well, if nothing else, if if North Carolina, I mean North Carolina, and I don't know Maryland is another. Maryland's actually democratically gerrymandered, not Republican gerrymandered. But if if they can go against their local constitution and the state constitution instead of the federal and keep it out of the federal courts altogether, yeah, use this as the model. For fixing it. And I don't think the Democrats should do it either. I think what they did in Maryland is also wrong. Yeah. Right. Fair representation, it's the way it's supposed to work. Stop cheating. Has this been going on since we started this country, changing the districts? No. I don't think so. Um, there were some cases a while ago, but the really bad gerrymandering and widespread is, is a recent thing. But, like, what... I, I, and again, because I probably should have investigated this, I know about what gerrymandering was... But I didn't figure out, I'm like, why do they get to redraw everything like that? Like, what shouldn't it have been set in stone from the beginning? I mean, I, I know well, population changes and, you know, as more yeah, people. Exactly. Well, they, they redo it every 10 years after the census because they look at the population, where people have moved, and make sure that the representation is equal across all the districts. Ah. That's the opportunity for redrawing things. And whoever's in charge at the time gets to draw it up. Well, there should so, be some <laughs> unbiased party drawing that up. There, yeah, there should be. And there's a lot of people that are... are um, encouraging states to do that instead of leaving it in the hands of corrupt politicians literally do it you know by a, a body that yeah. has no stake in it so gerrymandering started in massachusetts the governor there elbridge gary i believe is actually how you pronounced his name and that was in 1812 that he signed the bill that started the whole thing so it's been going almost as long as the country has been around mm. just not quite not to this extent yeah once you get mathematicians and shit into it be like oh wait a minute <laughs> same guys who make games at casinos so moving on uh this also is in pennsylvania but uh jared you brought this up mm -hmm. apparently the moonies or at least a branch a division of the moonies no this is a direct descendant right the actual son of the the original uh they're arming themselves i this mm -hmm. is scary well first of all how much do you guys know about the Moonies? Because I don't know a lot. I remember them as a child when we used to go places that there would be people in the airports dressed in funny outfits that would give you flowers. That's about all I know about the Moonies. Oh, they I thought those were the Krishners. Too. Oh, that might have been Krishna. Sorry. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, you're right. Oh, these are the mass wedding people, right? They all get married together in giant groups by Reverend Moon. That sounds right. Korean originally. Yes. Okay. Okay, so I don't, I don't. Go ahead. Yeah, I really should have looked that up. And I had made a point to do that today, but then I played video games instead. <laughs> so the I, the Moonies, they were, I think they were in some other state and they needed to flee that state first, whatever was going on. And they ended up in Newfoundland, Pennsylvania, which is not too far from me, not too far from Ian either, I believe. Like halfway in between. Well, it's between you and Scranton, I think. I looked it up right. on the map because I wanted to know where it was. Now, I didn't even know that they were there, but the father died and the son took over. And the son now refers to himself as the true father and the second king and actually wears a crown. Oh, my. A golden crown. Like you do. Like you do. And they started this whole... I, I, now, I don't believe this was going on in the beginning with the Moonies, but it's changed now where it's now called the Rod of Iron Ministries. And the Rod is assault rifles. Oh. And it's an AR-15 or AK-style weapon. <laughs> And they bless this. And um, so let me tell you how this all unfolded. <laughs> so I was on the Milford Borough website. Yes. On, yeah. uh, on uh, Facebook. <laughs> and someone was like, can you believe that this shit is going on by us? And the 
Rod of Iron Ministries is holding a President Trump thank you dinner at the Best Western a mile away from my house. Oh, no. <laughs> on February 28th, <laughs> where you can go you go in and there's like a whole ceremony and your your Rod of Iron is going to get blessed and, and all this other stuff. And everyone's like, this is fucking crazy and this and that. And I'm like, this is weird. Who's doing this? So I go to the website. <laughs> And there's not much on the website, but they have a whole bunch of videos. And I go and watch one of the videos. And it's a, it's an Asian guy wearing camouflage. So I think he was kind of going for like a Phil Robinson type thing. You know, the guy from Duck Dynasty? Sure. Oh, yeah. You know how he, okay. he goes out and, do, you know, he brings out his duck calls. And he, and he goes and does a lot of preaching at events and churches and shit like that. A lot. So what I was thinking was, okay, so he saw that and he's like, okay, here's my angle. Meanwhile, I have no any idea that there's any connection to the Moonies at this point. So I was like, okay, that's his thing. There was like maybe 20 people that he was talking to, and most of them were Asian. There was one older gentleman in the crowd with, with a crown on. I hadn't figured out the crown angle yet at this point. <laughs> so I'm like, what is the deal with this little old man? We started calling him the Goblin King because we were like, <laughs> there's just one dude in the crowd wearing a fucking crown. <laughs> why? Now we know why. So it is like an hour and a half long video. I did not watch all of it, but I zipped around in it. And it's a lot of like church shit. And then it's all about defending your family with guns. It's like this weird mixture thing. They also put out a thing saying any straight hetero couple are allowed to come. So that's where the anti-LGBT thing comes in. Sure. Right. They don't like Jews. They don't like gay people. Huh. And they love guns and they love President Trump. So I called the number uh -oh. on the flyer because I wanted to find out what was going on at this President Trump thank you dinner. Uh, it's $50 to attend and then 100 for VIP status per plate. Mm. Uh, I called the 1-800 number and it just led me to Greg. Greg answered the phone. It was like, what's up? It's Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I was hoping for some kind of uh, recorded message, but nope, it was just Greg. Who really wanted to get off the phone with me. I was like, Greg, what's going on? What's the deal with this dinner? What do I get for the $50? And he's like, eh, it's all on the flyer. Just check out the flyer. And I was like, well, there's not a lot on there. And he's like, I'm like, what do I get for 100 bucks?" He's like, just go to the website, man. All right. And he hung up on me. Oh, no. uh, An inviting church. Yeah. So not only is this down the road for me, uh, people are planning a protest over there. I'll get to that in a second on um, how okay. I feel about that. But why this goes even deeper for me is about two or three years ago, the brother of Hyung Jin Moon came to our office and talked to my boss, Dave, because Dave handles all commercial properties about buying a piece of property and starting a gun factory there called Car Arms. Mm -hmm. um, and that's his name. And uh, I didn't know anything about this. My mother was even like, you should go get a job there. They probably need people to work over there and stuff like that. And I was like, ah, working at a gun factory. I don't know. It's not really my thing. So Dave sold him this property and they had a big open house for when the place opened. And they invited Dave and some and actually all of us were invited. I didn't go, but some people from the office went. My friend, the lesbian, went and was shocked when she went there and saw what was going on because there was all kinds of crazy religious shit and they were blessing the guns and this and that and then she figured out what was going on and then the guest speaker pulled in one mr eric trump <laughs> showed up oh my god this really? was only like a year ago <laughs> and i remember them saying eric trump was coming to the car arms thing and this is prior to the like maybe like a month before the election and i was like oh, i don't want to go meet eric trump go fuck fuck that guy and dave got <laughs> pictures taken with him and stuff like that so they love the trumps and they love uh their guns. And it's just a really weird thing. Now, the reason I am looking at a flyer in my hands right now is because they were supposed to be handed out at my office. Oh, wow. But the office manager said, just stick them in the drawer and don't hand them <laughs> out. So I managed to sneak one out. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking insane. Yeah. So while listening to that, I read some of this article and there. So it explains their weapons, their 
fanaticism with weapons. They want to fulfill the ideal of kingship and the nation. We need people, property, and sovereignty. And that means they need to be able to defend ourselves against an aggressive satanic world when we are threatened. So, yeah, they, they, the rod of iron, they refer, in the Bible, it says a rod of iron. They refer to that as your rifle and you bring it in and get it blessed so that you can fight the, the demons with your blessed okay. automatic rifle. That's, yeah. Apparently he also trains followers in martial arts, hand-to-hand knife combat, assault weapons, like, Yeah, wow. for his peace, police, peace militia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, too, if the, in the flyer it says if you uh, can't bring your actual assault weapon, just bring the receipt and they'll bless the receipt. <laughs> I'm not fucking lying. <laughs> okay. Well, and attending the blessing either with an AR-15 or like or without is valid, but to attend with an AR-15 would be a substantial perfection stage blessing. Right. That perfection stage being in quotes, meaning that's a, a level of attainment, I'm sure. They will also be raffling off an AR-15, the exact gun that was used down in Portland, Florida. <laughs> this won't end well. So it, it might be fine that this week, you know, next week, but it's well, fine. This is in four days. This is in four days. This is going on. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the twenty eighth. No, the 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 raffle and all that stuff is on the twenty fourth. On the twenty eighth is the uh, is something different. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's that's you're supposed to. That's when you go to church with your assault rifle. Right. Is the twenty eighth? Okay. Yeah. The th- the President Trump thank you dinner is uh, in four days. And they have a special guest coming as Larry Pratt, the executive director emeritus of the Gun Owners of America, who's declared President Trump has stepped into his calling as God's representative. Wow. Oh, dear. Do you so, have a spare $50? <laughs> well, I, first of all, when this all started, prior to me digging as deep as I did into this, and I was just like, President Trump, thank you, dinner. I'm going. <laughs> right? <laughs> I said to the boys, don't make any plans on the 24th. Then I saw the $50 thing, and I was like, eh, mm. I don't know about that. Then I started digging dirt. I'm like, no way am I setting foot near this fucking place now with all these, because these guys are going to all be armed, probably. Yeah, probably. Now, a lot of people, listen, Milford is way gay. Way, right. way gay and way, way for Trump. I don't know how these two things... <laughs> <laughs> Go together, but they Reconcile do. themselves? <laughs> no I one I told knows. you, our, our local cross-dresser drives around with rebel flags on her truck and <laughs> loves Trump, <laughs> hates liberals, uh, but dresses like a woman. So huh. go figure. D- like I said, there are people planning protests down there. There are people who are want to boycott the uh, hotel that this is going on at. And uh, I'm kind of against all that, to be honest with you. Like these people, well, the more attention uh, you give them, yeah. Well, not only that, as as crazy as they are, mm-hmm. they have every right in the world to go and hold a dinner for whatever the fuck they want to do, and the best Western can't deny them this. Otherwise, it's uh, what do you call it? Discrimination. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So everybody's as long as they... they're going to go out and have a candlelight vigil outside the fucking best. I'm like, leave them alone. You know, <laughs> but uh, once again, the old border town shit hit the national <laughs> stage here. That is, yeah, that is amazing. I I would highly suggest that you not go to this. I, I kind of <laughs> no. want to cruise by and see what's going. I might just <laughs> wander listen. over. There's Take a bar, <laughs> there's a bar at that Best Western that I could yeah, go sure. to. Yeah, take coal. <laughs> as big as coal is, you can't stop bullets. Yeah. <laughs> saying <laughs> they'll be less apt for physical intimidation if <laughs> speaking of those two this is a completely side story but while we were discussing this at the diner i kept getting up out of my seat and going to have a cigarette and there was a little toddler i mean this kid could have been more than three four months old sitting in a high chair at the table behind me and every time i got up his eyes would just go wide you know <laughs> and i'd be like you know because i'm getting up i'm looming over him like he wasn't scared or anything like that and uh, I kept laughing and this and that. And then at the end of the dinner or the lunch, I got up and the, ki- and the kid's looking at me with his wide eyes. And I'm like, I got to go now. I go, but you're about to get really freaked out because Cole and Adam stood up. <laughs> over the- this kid's his eyeballs almost fell out of his head. <laughs> so anyway, I, mi- I might cruise by and I'll, I'll report back if I okay. see anything. Just, just keep, keep cover. 
you know. <laughs> I'll be in the bar. I'll just be poking okay. around. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go protest. I just kind of want to see it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. That yeah, I can't argue with that. I had no idea that the Moonies had gone in this direction. Well, well and they the an brother offshoot. owns this the the gun factory or the gun store. Right. That's the well, one I went to. Gun manufacturing. Well, it's, that they, and, make... and they have a store too. Okay. Like I went there because when I was thinking about buying a gun and like nobody helped me, they must maybe the jewel alarm went off when I walked <laughs> through the door. I don't know. <laughs> but it's called Do- Tommy Gun Guns or something like that. It's like I don't know, like ten miles from here. Tommy Gun Warehouse. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm reading an article about some somebody on Freedom of Mind covered the Mooniverse, <laughs> is what he calls it. <laughs> And then talking about the opening of their Tommy gun. I was looking for when Eric Trump went there. And yeah, they talk about it in here. So, wow, crazy talk. Yeah. Well, Eric is much too busy now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Oh, no. Right. He's, he's, running the, he's running the company with Big Brother. That's right. Okay. I was going to say, he's going to get you know, not so busy soon when his right, when he gets subpoenaed. goes away. <laughs> when he gets subpoenaed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that might have already happened. Who knows? So the article was interesting, but uh, yeah, hearing that. I had no idea that the involvement with the buying of the real estate, and that, that's amazing. Yeah. I didn't either till the other day when I started putting it all together, and I was like, oh, my <laughs> God, I could have been, you know, like, yeah. once again, I'm like one step away from all this fucking insanity around here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, very cool to hear that firsthand information. All right. So I guess I'm going to move on to some other state news. Mm. I don't think a, a lot of this is, is kind of follow up, though. Over in New Mexico, Bloomfield, we had mentioned before the Ten Commandments case over there. They had been sued by uh, the ACLU. They had been sued because of a Ten Commandments monument that they did not put up, but they let a church put up on the uh, the court's grounds, and uh, they lost all their lawsuits. So they have been told that it has to be removed, and the local Baptist church came in, got it, and put the Ten Commandments in front of the church. We had talked about that previously, and that's all fine. Uh, But now they are being told by the judges that they have to pay the attorney's fees because they incurred this problem. They need to pay the attorney's fees for the ACLU, (laughs) which totals about $700,000. So... The They are now planning, the city manager, Eric Strahl, says he is going to start up like a, a GoFundMe. He wants to do an online fundraising site to see if people will, uh, like-minded people, will chip in money to pay for the $700,000 fees that they have incurred by keeping the, the monument in place. I'm, I'm sure they will get some money. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But he says if they're unable to raise enough money through donations, that it'll have to come out of the general fund. Well, maybe you should have thought about that before you uh, decided <laughs> decided to go up against the ACLU. And Actually, I don't think they may not get that much money because since it's a fine and the money's going to go to the ACLU, people might not help. <laughs> That's true. You're funding the ACLU. I mean, it's not funding the ACLU. It's reimbursing the ACLU. But it enables the ACLU to continue doing their good work. Right. Right. <laughs> I can't imagine that will be terribly popular with the people that might give money. Hmm. So apparently they have until June 2021 to pay off the amount. Oh, it's lots of time. It's tons of time. Leave a GoFundMe up for that long, I'm sure. <laughs> well, if they were smart, they would actually turn around the narrative and say, yeah, we messed up. So all of you people that um, want to support the ACLU, use us as the pass-through. <laughs> yeah. They won't do that. We've learned our lesson. We'll be good. If you give us money, we'll we'll learn it more. <laughs> yeah, I but, don't think that's happening. No, probably not. Like I said, if they were smart, which we know they're not. Also over in Iowa, another follow-up. We talked about uh, a bill promoting Bible classes in public schools. It was a bill to uh, to basically do Bible study, but uh, the, the influence of the Bible on law, history, government, literature, art, etc. So this was passed by the subcommittee, but it did not survive the quote-unquote funnel. Uh, it did not survive getting to the full vote. So they basically, they pick and choose what items they want to vote on because they only have so much time uh this did not make it into that it didn't make it to a vote so it's it's pretty much dead although uh, i guess the legislative people can 
bring it on and make arguments for it that it should be included. But, uh, you know, we're not really sure that that's going to happen. There's too much publicity on it at the moment. They'll wait until, you know, a midnight session and and squeeze it in then. (laughs) But they wouldn't be able to take a vote on it, supposedly. Not this year. Mm, Okay. Oh, if it's not on the docket, they don't address it. Right. Okay. It can be brought up and argued, but they, they can't take a vote on it. So it's kind of dead this year, but yeah, who knows? Who we'll knows in the Trump world? <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about this before, but this week South Carolina is going to take the cake. They wow, brought up in. What's that? I said, wow, that's a quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The quote is uh, if you take prayer out of school, you replace it with metal detectors. So basically, they're blaming the fact that you can't pray with your students in school as to why school shootings take place. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. But they brought up a bill that would allow public school teachers to pray with the students. They have an active bill to try and allow teachers to pray with their students or take part in a student-led prayer. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, argument is, and this is a quote from uh, State Representative Richie Yao, Yo, uh, he said, it's our God-given right to be able to, to do that, to pray with the students. We're taking away freedom of speech, and these bills are just giving some of that freedom back that these families have earned. So he doesn't quite understand the argument and how that is really leaving anyone who is not a Christian out. You're, you're being exclusive. Mm-hmm. Anyone of, uh, who is Muslim or non-believer, they're completely being left out. Moonies, too. Don't forget the Moonies. Yeah, don't forget the Moonies. They might get mad bringing their guns, their holy iron rods. Uh, he argues uh, Gibson Highmore, uh, the, uh, the councilwoman who is, uh, well, she argues that the country was built on Christianity. Uh, when you take prayers out of schools, uh, you replace it with you metal detectors, was said mm. by uh, Representative Bill Chumley. So, yeah, incredible argument in South Carolina. Wow. And along, yeah. it, it just uh, sorry, it just dies right from the get go. As soon as someone starts with, <laughs> "We're founded as a Christian," it's stop. Nope. Whatever comes next, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> you can it's keep like, going if you need to, but you're wrong. Right. It's like starting a sentence with, "Well, I'm not a racist, but." But. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you are. Whatever's after the but, you are. <laughs> so that guy, Bill Chumley, who uh, made that statement. He is also co-sponsor of a new bill that amends state law and defines same-sex marriage as a parody marriage. <laughs> so it, def- it defines it. So marriage is legal. The Supreme Court said gay marriage is legal. Mm-hmm. But South Carolina wants to get it labeled as a parody <laughs> marriage. Not an actual marriage. It's gay marriage. <laughs> it's lack marriage, just uh, not marriage. That's wow. Sorry, it's such a come on. <laughs> yeah. So South Carolina is really taking the cake this week as far as crazy laws, and I, I just I don't understand how how you think that this is going to be okay. How, how you think that you can say, oh, yeah, you can get married, a parody marriage, <laughs> and nobody's going to fight you on it, or you're going to, it's going to be okay. I, I, I don't Not only know. that, they're actually still married, right? It, it's just, it's just like a little dig. Yeah. yeah. They just want to yeah. stick a label on it. <laughs> yeah. It's just a slam, a verbal slam, basically, and it's just complete prejudice and, and hatred. I mean, well, it's, it, it's, it's labeling the other. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, sure. that's what I have for uh, for state news, for state information. Everything else that I wanted to talk about was related to national headlines. Trump, Trump, Trump. First thing I, I wanted to get into, I was unaware of this. Trump has an amazing number of vacancies in ambassadors around the world. On CNN Politics, there's a... a map of the world and it has the countries that have ambassadors and the countries that do not have ambassadors the ambassadors the countries that have ambassadors are in red and everything that's not red does not currently have an ambassador from the united states holy crap that's alarming numbers yeah yeah it's like half the world yeah there are 31 awaiting nominees so there are 31 countries that nobody has been nominated and there are 35 that have 
ambassadors nominated, but I have yet to be confirmed. And some of those, for the same as the other nominees for the other positions, it's because the nominees are that crazy. Hmm. Sure. You have to, I mean, when you nominate an ambassador, you kind of have to pick someone who's going to, I don't know, kind of get along with the government or the country that they're supposed so to be ambassador the to. the gray is the no nominations have even been made? Uh, the gray. dark gray is nominated by Obama, the previous administration. So they okay. have someone there, but it's somebody that was nominated right. by Obama. It's the so, light gray. That makes me feel a little better. I was like, so what you're saying is all of Africa, all of South America, <laughs> Australia, most of the Middle East. Wow. And a, Eastern Europe. <laughs> what a lazy, lazy sack of shit. Well, it's not. Well, it, that's the thing. These people have no interest in governing. No. No. At all. Their interest is in Oh, what's the department? Okay, get the person who hates that department or tried to sue it 50 times or whatever and do the anti of that. So they can't find – so the, in their logic to be like, well, we got to find somebody who hates Australia to be the ambassador, right? <laughs> but from what I understand, this is – the State Department is – not just the ambassadors, just like is vastly understaffed. Yes. Like they're trying to take money out of it. Rex Tillerson's getting pissed off. And they're responsible for all of our soft diplomacy, all of the diplomacy that does not involve weapons. Who was it? Master, was it? Was in front of the Senate and said that when you don't fund the Department of State, you need to give me more money for bullets because that's yeah. how it's going to end. I think that was um, Mattis. Mattis, you're right. I, yeah, I, I get them mixed up. Mattis said that. These are the people that keep the world safe and calm, and you're not going to support them and fund them and make them competent. That's not... That's very short-sighted. I also heard that because we're so lack in this area now, when something goes on, we send like either zero representatives or mm. one representative, and China sends 15 representatives. Yes. Right. China so is stepping up to the plate. Yep. Their interests are covered. Ours are not. So it, it diminishes us in the world every day that he remains president. Yeah, it's exactly that soft power thing you were talking about. Mm-hmm. That we're just lo- we've, we've we're losing it because what the fuck does Jared Kushner know about governing? Yeah. What does Ivanka yeah. know? What the fuck Nothing. does Trump know? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, and they hire people around them who don't know. Right. Well, they don't know how to hire people. It it it's like how how do you hire somebody that, that is competent in something that you know nothing about? You have no basis for analyzing their capabilities. Well, the one I can only think of one person, Reince Priebus. Was an actual politician who probably knew shit, right? Yeah, sure. Some, sure. I mean, what does Rex Tillerson know? He fucking ran nothing. Exxon. I mean, granted, being a CEO of Exxon is probably like managing a small country, but has the budget of a small country, sure. Yeah, but like, what? None of these people know anything. This is the same shit that I run into a, a lot in my life, where for some reason I consistently would wind up managing restaurants for rich people who think that they know everything <laughs> because they're fucking rich. <laughs> They like food, so therefore they're qualified. Yeah. No, it's I have a lot of money and you don't. So why should I listen to you? I know what I'm doing. And every time these restaurants would fucking go under mm. because they just don't understand because one, they won't listen to anybody else because you're poorer than me. So, so you don't matter. What do you know? Yeah. You don't know anything like this is like, I mean, you know, I don't know if two times considers an actual fact, but I got a working theory on mm. this. Uh, and it's almost the same here. Like, of course Jared Kushner should be in charge of all this shit. He's rich. Yeah. Because the richest people are always the smartest people. Otherwise, they wouldn't be the richest people. Right. It doesn't matter how you got your money. Right. You're rich. You managed to hang on to it. Well, it turns out, though, he's not rich. I mean, he is, but he's also way in debt. I mean, he's underwater significantly, so. Well, so is our president. So yeah, the- so is our president. <laughs> So the one thing that I wanted to mention, another post that he hasn't nominated anyone for, the science advisor. Uh, This came up in my social media feed because I follow a lot of atheist stuff and science tends to uh, be up at the top of a lot of their lists. (laughs) The current science advisor was not appointed. It's a de facto guy. This guy, Michael Kratzios, he's 31 years old and he has a degree, I guess you could could call it a science degree. He has a degree in political science. Oh, sure. <laughs> which is in no way a science degree. 
And this is the guy who's supposed to be briefing Trump and giving him uh, official information on science. Well, I don't care how competent the person. You could have Neil deGrasse Tyson in there. You're not getting through to Trump when it comes to science. There are way too many other people whispering in his ear saying that science is not true and that coal is, is clean. <laughs> Yeah. For example. <laughs> or it might True. be more, your base doesn't like science, so don't put real scientists in here. Right. Uh, one person in that cabinet, pff, no. Deck is way stacked against you. It's just astounding. I mean, who did? Who was it? I can't remember the guy's name. The guy that uh, that Obama had in for this position. He was like a nuclear physicist. He That was EPA guy, wasn't it? Oh, maybe no, it, it was. No, it was Department of Energy. The- oh, oh, Department of Energy, right. Yeah, with the crazy hair, yeah. He was awesome. <laughs> yeah, the total nerd, science nerd, yeah. the guy you want in charge of that shit. Yeah. Instead, we've got Rick Perry. Yeah, a guy who had a national day of prayer for a drought in Texas when he was governor. Rock solid, baby. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't he also work really hard to abolish that, to, tr- to hopefully abolish that cabinet position one day? Yes. Yes. It was one of the two of the, it was the only two what? he can remember. Yeah. And one Yay. of the three he wanted to get rid of. Yes. Yeah. All right. It was John Holdren who was the uh, the advisor. The John Holdren, PhD from Stanford, bachelor's from uh, MIT. Yeah. Or or you can have a guy who has a degree in political science. <laughs> Says science. <laughs> so I wanted to uh, also get into all the news that has happened in the last week uh, regarding Trump and the Russia investigation. There has been so much. So I tried to get a compilation of who all has been indicted, who has been, you know, who has been charged, what they've been charged with and how it links to each other. And like, I think unless you work from for Mueller, it just it there's no information like there's no one that has the the big board with the yarn between the pictures of people (laughs) like it's way complicated. But just recently. So what was it last Friday? They indicted 13 Russian nationals and three Russian companies for identity theft and uh, meddling in the 2016 campaign. The the one company was uh, the Russian Troll Farm, an internet research agency, and the other two companies that that helped finance the the farm. And they also indicted on this I hadn't even heard of until I started looking at stuff tonight. Richard Pinedo? Pinedo. 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 Richard Pinedo, this guy from California who apparently sold, he was charged with identity theft. He sold credit card information to the the Russians in order for them to have American IDs in order to purchase, to make purchases and, and do advertising in America. So, I mean, his, his, his thing was, you know, selling fraudulent ident- identities. The name of his company was Auction Assistance. Auction assistance? That's a very strange name. By the way, the IRA is still running. <laughs> yeah. The IRA being the Internet Research, right. Research Agency. agency. They, they're right. still going strong. Yeah. Right. It well, hasn't. Yeah. Million dollars a month funding from Putin's chef. <laughs> yeah. You heard about this guy? Putin's chef? Putin's no. Chef. The guy who's, who's Wait, funding there's more? this. Oh, yeah. There's more. <laughs> well, he might be the guy that they mentioned at the end. Uh, the Yegeni Prigozhin. One of them is called uh, is tr- called Putin's chef because he owns a bunch of restaurants and Putin likes to eat there. Oh, uh, right. Like it's not his actual chef. It's the right, yeah. the oligarch who runs right. And uh, he's and he's very much dismissive. Like, oh, come on now, this is crazy talk. <laughs> now, excuse me. <laughs> now, so I would. Th- this says on here that Rick Gates hasn't pled guilty, but I thought he pled guilty and is... Uh, rumored. It's rumored that he's going to. Oh, oh, okay, okay. He has not actually pleaded anything. Uh, well, he did. He he pleaded not guilty on all counts, but apparently has been working with the investigation a bit and maybe uh, coming out and changing changing his plea. So, mm. so you've got Papadopoulos... Papadopoulos pleaded guilty in October to making false statements. This guy was working. He had had been to, to Russia several times. He was working with Russian agents. He was Trump's foreign policy advisor, and he made all, he did this before being Trump's foreign policy advisor. And to to be clear, he there are photographs of him sitting at a table with important people with Trump. Yeah. I mean, he's three people down from Trump. So the, the the statement that they didn't know each other, never met, is bullshit. They sat at the same table and had a meeting. 
at least once on camera. Well, he was taking a seat after he got the coffee for everybody. <laughs> resting his tired hey, dogs <laughs> from all that coffee running. So Flynn, we know that he uh, he pleaded guilty for making false statements to the FBI. The key point in there is that the false statements were in regard to his foreign contacts. Paul Manafort was indicted. He has pleaded not guilty on all counts, but he was Trump's former campaign chair. He has assets, foreign assets, in the Ukraine. And this is in the Ukraine with Russian-supporting Ukrainians. So it's the you, part of people in, in the Ukraine who support the Russia involvement in, in the Ukraine. That was who he was funneling money for. Right. And he's, is it he or Flynn have both now registered as foreign agents, or both of them? Flynn did. Flynn did. Okay. Now, Manafort and then should. Gates, Rick Gates, is was partner with Manafort. And basically anything that Manafort has done, Rick Gates was there and was the deputy in charge of whatever Manafort was doing. Right. And the one story was he's got four kids. He doesn't have the kind of financial um, backing that uh, Paul Manafort does. And he's squeezed by the, the, the legal costs. And sure. that's one of the reasons right. why he's turning. So then today, Alex van der Zwan, this lawyer, he's a London lawyer. He mm. has pleaded guilty to making false statements to the FBI. And uh, he has been in business with Rick Gates and Manafort. Well, there's nothing charged yet, but supposedly with this money laundering scheme through the Ukraine, and it, like I said, he works in London for a uh, as a lawyer for mm. a law firm in London. He is the son-in-law, so not only is he in business with Gates and Manafort with this whole Ukraine thing, funneling money from Russia, he's the son-in-law of a Russian oligarch. The Russian oligarch... <laughs> What's that? Coincidence. Right, no, coincidence. Wait. Oh, wait, there's no more. collusion. The Fake Russian, news. the Russian, this particular Russian oligarch is one of three people associated, three oligarchs associated with the Alpha Bank. The Alpha Bank is the place where the, the original investigation months and months ago, there was a email server in the at Trump Tower that was communicating with Russia. And they said, well, it was just, you know, DNS requests. It wasn't anything. We weren't sending them emails. It was mm -hmm. just DNS requests for this Alpha Bank server. The Alpha Bank is partially owned by the Russian oligarch, who is the father-in-law of this lawyer who was just who had just pleaded guilty to, to lying to the FBI. But no collusion. There's nothing no. to see here. No. Wasn't there some connection with Deutsche Bank, too? Uh, yes, and I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, I heard something about that, too, and that's where Trump and the Kushners hold all their money. I mean, after you've read all this, it does lead you to one thing. Trump's vindicated, right? I mean, it's <laughs> right. fully clean as a whistle. Fake news. <laughs> And he's vindicated, what, he was vindicated because of the memo that Nunes made up about how Carter Page, <laughs> and this doesn't even touch on Carter Page. Carter Page no. was involved in aspiring, a Russian spying in New York. We know this, that he was involved in this. It's, I mean, it's a matter of, of fact at this point, prior to being involved in the Trump campaign, where he tried to get Russian contacts with the Trump campaign, uh, I... I I can't even like like I said all the threads. There are too many threads. I'm I've confused myself at this point. It's I just... mean, first off, we're all trying to adjust to the new world now since the memo was released. Right? It changed everything. Oh pff, come on! Money's different. Just every, the the air smells different now that the memo came out. <laughs> you know. Also, I I love the fact that this comes out the 13 indictments and. Are all these people who are saying that Trump's vindicated under the impression that Mueller's done? Because he's not. No, no. <laughs> he didn't say, here's my 13 indictments. I'm out. I'm going on vacation. You do. Well, <laughs> considering that Vanderswan pleaded guilty and Rick Gates is about to plead guilty, that means they're still moving up the chain. They're still connecting the dots with other people. People don't plead guilty Unless they're making a deal or they've come to some arrangement and the case is done. The case, this case is not done. They're still reaching up. Now, whether it, it's more than money laundering and, you know, owed debts and favors, who knows? But at a minimum, it's that. It's the P-tape. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, that's small potatoes in, in this. You want to go down that road? Let's talk about the second other person that he's accused, uh, that is accusing him of having an affair. Well, I'm. I, I only refer to the P tape as the as the oh, dossier, over, be, because you put out these indictments, and Trump has blamed everybody except Vladimir Putin. Still, yeah, still, yeah. 
Still, why? Come right. on. Well, the, the, he, the, all of Congress comes out and gives sanctions to Russia, and he hmm. won't let the sanctions go through. Right? Oh, he, no, he, he let the sanctions go through. He's just not enforcing them now. Right. They're not doing well, anything about yeah. them. And then he he won't say anything bad about Putin. He won't say anything bad about the fact that Russia has been doing stuff to influence elections in this country. One, it's a dereliction of duty. I mean, mm. complete dereliction of duty. That's the main function of that office as the commander in chief. Protect but, us. Yeah. But I mean, how does how do how does how do you think that Putin doesn't have something on him? Well, is he doing it because Putin has something on him, or is he? Is he not admitting that he was wrong because he cannot admit that he was wrong? He could say something negative about the Russian involvement without admitting he's wrong. I don't I don't see any reason why he couldn't do that. Well, I, I mean, you have to imagine any politician, even me, who has no experience, would be like, this is some fucked up shit. We're going to look yeah. into this and I'm going to put a stop to this. Not blame everybody else and somehow tie it to yourself. Well, and then turn around and blame Obama for not stopping something that he's claiming isn't happening. Buggle. Right. This isn't really going on, and oh, by the way, it's because Obama didn't do anything about it. Right. Which leads me to believe that once a day, Putin Snapchats Trump a picture of that fucking tape. It's an old VHS tape that says Trump P tape on a piece of tape, <laughs> and it's like him in the car with it, him pretending to throw it off a bridge and then pulling it back be like, ah, I still got it. You know, just every day, just torturing this fucker. Because it's so weird. This also probably speaks volumes to what a narcissist that Putin is. Mm -hmm. Because if this is a real shady thing, if I were Putin, I'd be like, dude, go ahead, say whatever the fuck you want about me in the press. I don't care, right? Sure. As long as yeah. we're working together. But he still can't even do that. He looks, he's such a cuck. He's a beta male, Trump. <laughs> to Putin. Yeah, definitely. It's insane. I'd love to know what Mueller, because I mean, you know Mueller is like, this isn't like, hey, I just figured this out. He's got, we're always like eight months behind him. Sure. So he must know some shit. He just needs to prove it. He's got to yeah, find I the mean, paper trail. The Papadopoulos stuff kind of confirms that. They had arrested and ev everything. Mm. Papadopoulos had been turned months before anybody in the media or in the cabinet, in Trump's cabinet, had any idea. Right. And so, I think that that whole investigation is just cruising along. Like, I think there's tons, there's just tons and tons and tons of stuff to wade through. I, for, mm. for Mueller, I think he's like, this is just so easy. <laughs> he's like, he's like, there's just so much. I feel like, I feel like I'm a, I'm, I'm a young bear seeing a salmon stream for the first time. And I just can't focus on one because there's just so many just hitting me in the face. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. Just such rampant criminality with no regard. Right. And you take this and then you add it up with all the stuff that Karen just said. The women. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't even have to. Like, I always try to read the whole story or give people the benefit of the doubt. And then I was reading someone. Uh, I think her name was Cook today. She was in the news and she was like, yep, he he forced himself on me and, and kissed me for like. Uh, you know, a minute or two against my will in Trump Tower uh, outside of where I was working. And he was like, nope, never met her. I was like, not only did you definitely meet her, you publicly declared that you enjoyed doing what she's accusing you of, have done doing what she's accusing you of, and you just grab him in the pussy because you're rich and famous and you can do that, right? And he's like, nope, she's not a person, never met her. It's like, 100% you did it. Yep. 100%. And Melania no is making it quite clear that this is all true to all of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. she's, she's so angry. She is uh, sending up all the flares. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she had to know going in that there was going to be sh nonsense and shenanigans, but not public nonsense and shenanigans. That is unacceptable. Right, she's, she looks stupid now. Yeah, she does. Well, I mean, not stupid, but, you know, it's embarrassing for her. It is embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she knew she what she was getting into. You know, she knew that there was not going to. This was not going to be a you know a, a a good marriage, but it would be a financially secure and comfortable marriage, and try not to make it embarrassing. And nope, oh, nope, that failed. You know, it's amazing. Super embarrassing. <laughs> it's what's amazing is like all these stories of him either cheating or the Access Hollywood tape. It's all around either just got married to Melania or Melania was pregnant or she just gave birth. Mm -hmm. It's all mm. in that little year or two year area. Well, while he's chasing people, 
he's 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 satisfied. It, while he was chasing Melania and wooing her and you know doing that stuff, it was fine. But once she was pregnant, and maybe paying uh, for uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Considering that she would currently she would be being kicked out of the country under his rules and uh, you know for illegal aliens because she was she was here on a, on a work permit or no sorry a student permit and she started working. So she was not in the country illegally. She would be kicked out if she was doing that today. Oh, there's some crazy shit going on, too, with her parents right now. Yeah. Uh, Because they're in the country, and they're not answering questions on uh, something. I forget. Mm. There's too much to... Ian's exactly right. There's too much to focus on, because (laughs) then on top of all this, there's the guy... What's his name? Who beat his wives. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Porter. Yeah. Yeah. And his stupid comment on that about... Uh, I'm really sorry to see him go. He was a great guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, then let's talk about, uh, um, um, not Flynn. Damn it. Uh, our current, uh, <laughs> the current. Um, Wait, Jim- normally when you say Flynn, you mean Kelly. You mean General I, that's Kelly? That's him. Yeah. Okay. I mean General <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly has a new rule in, in the White House that if yeah. you do not have clearance, you can no longer work on confidential things. You have to have permanent clearance. Like, you have to have been approved in order to continue working on classified information, which means he's pretty much kicking Kushner out of the Oval Office. Yeah. And from what I understand, Kushner and Ivanka don't like Kelly. I bet they don't. Because they don't get access. Everybody who can't get access doesn't like him, and they're trying to push him out. But again, he's playing dumb, too. Like, oh, I I just found out about this. Yeah. (laughs) He is, and there's no way he just found out about Porter. There is no. no way. Just in my, I mean, short time in the Air Force, I was in charge of three airmen, and we had to have security clearance. I knew the status of their security clearance the moment I became their supervisor. There's no question that a General Kelly did mm. not know about the status of someone who worked for him. Especially the, the you know, the, the son-in-law. Good Lord. Of course he knew. So there's a hundred people estimated that work in the White House that do not have permanent security clearance that will no longer be able to work on classified data. So wow. Who does that leave? Two? <laughs> right. <don't> <laughs> <laughs> Kelly well, and Trump? <laughs> so the, the president of the United States does not have to get security clearance. There is no way he would be able to get it if he had to. No. I can't even believe that that dipshit Jared Kushner was looking at classified stuff. Every day he does. That's part what? of his job. I, I am shocked at how the government works, like how the, this shit gets through. <laughs> I, I cannot yeah. believe this. And thank God Trump got voted in. There's one good thing that I yeah. know that just it, where there's a real loosey-goosey policy going on over there where it anybody can just walk in and be like, yeah, I, I'm here. <laughs> I'm Jared. <laughs> What's up? Give me the classified shit. <laughs> what are your credentials? I'm the yeah. son-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Normally, Duh. you want you want the president to be a civilian. You want the president to be someone who is voted in by the people, who represents the people. And then their cabinet is filled with experts, people who are know what they're doing and know how to fill all the other positions. Sure. And it, so it's not the president's – I mean, it's their responsibility, but it's not their job to sit there with a list of names and put people in positions. You can't know everybody. You you hire people who are experts. But in this case, he hired people who were the antithesis of every department he put them in. Right. And he's also got an unusual amount of attention paid to people like attorney generals out in the states. Right. He, he's been participating in their interviews. And I'm sure one of the questions is, are you loyal? Are you loyal to me? Because that's the only thing that's really important to him is, are you loyal to Trump? Because I'm going probably... down and I need some patsies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he wants to make sure that if the if the if he can't he he could actually pardon a whole bunch of people in the federal level, but he can't pardon state charges. He wants to make sure that the attorney generals in all the states are people that he can trust and that work for him specifically. I'm imagining the pardons are going to start pretty soon. I don't know where that leaves us. I don't know. I'm, you start going very far down that pardoning list. I don't think you're going to keep the Republican. Yeah, you, you I don't think you're keeping the Republicans from from keeping an impeachment from happening. No, you give them too much credit. I think they are completely owned at this point by Trump. Well, we'll see how them. it goes down in November because if they if mm. this doesn't work out for them because and they're losing all these seats because of him, mm. you know they're going to be like, ah, oh, shit, come on, man, <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking everything up. Well. I don't see how this doesn't tear apart the Republican Party entirely. 
Listen, I thought we thought it was going to happen earlier than this, but the, you yeah. know there yeah. is a ton of them leaving, true, and retiring and shit. Yeah, retiring at, at forty-two. Mm. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's one of the reasons that Rick Sacone is even getting into uh, into office is because sure. of. Well, no, that wasn't a retirement. That was a uh, sorry. That was, was one of the scandals. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a retirement scandal. So <laughs> right. <laughs> and and look at good old Mitt Romney today shaking hands mm. with the president. Yeah. Took one tweak to get him under thumb again. Holy crap. Is he just playing the game or or is he I, just like, I'm fucking Mitt Romney. Did you forget who I was? I can't imagine that the having the backing of the president at this juncture is actually useful. Yeah. Why would he want that? Why would he? I don't uh, know. I thought because, that's what fucked Orrin Hatch up. Yeah. I, I think it's 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 habit at this point. If the, the, the head of the Republican Party offers to back you, you take it. Or is it so. just because he said, I'm going to run as a Republican, and the RNC said, you have to make nice mm. with Trump, or we're not doing anything for you? Or we don't give you any money. Yeah. Maybe. You're on your own. Well, we can only hope that uh, he has some integrity, but we'll see. No. <laughs> he already accepted. <laughs> right. And I would hope that someone at his level of wealth would be like, cool, I'll be fine. Yeah. You can keep your money. Trump's a monster. I have more money than like 10 RNCs combined. But he doesn't want to spend it. <laughs> I guess. Is it? Am I wrong? Am I wrong in believing Mitt Romney is almost unbelievably wealthy? He's wealthy. Right. I wouldn't call him unbelievably wealthy. It's old money. He's got, yeah, I forget what the Romney family did. But yeah, he's super rich. I believe you're correct. I don't. Well, he's not a billionaire. Um, according to uh, his Wikipedia page, uh, it's somewhere between one hundred ninety and two hundred fifty million dollars. He and his wife's net worth. Hmm. Okay, that's that's tip money to Trump. It is. That's <laughs> so a smidge, so smidge more modest than I anticipated. <laughs> Maybe that's why he doesn't really like Romney because Romney's like, damn, he's got more money than me. But <laughs> I hate to cut this short, but my power is going to be getting shut off soon. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just found this out. So, <laughs> Well, the only other thing I was going to mention was uh, Pence's comment about The View. I don't know if you... Uh, the, so th on The View, nobody watches that, but uh, <laughs> uh, Joy Behar, Behar? How are you Behar. saying her yeah. name? Joy Behar. I don't... I, yes. I know who she is, but I don't... So she made a comment about... Uh, they were talking about Omarosa saying how uh, Pence hears Jesus talk to him and tells him what to say. And Joy made the comment that uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> that it's a mental illness, that hearing Jesus actually talk to you is a mental I illness. Mm. And uh, Pence's response was that that's a level of religious intolerance. It's just wrong for ABC to uh, have a, a television program that expresses that kind of religious intolerance. So <laughs> I, I find this amusing because what you basically have here is the vice president saying that a television show expressing their views, uh, it goes against my religion. It shouldn't be on television. <laughs> it's called The View. It's their opinions. Yeah. Hey. <sighs> In any case, I just thought that was... Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we all know that, you know, Pence is not the model of uh, tolerance, let's say. <laughs> Classic Pence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it again, it comes it comes back to the same argument. Is he actually religious or, or is he, you know, just putting it on so he can... Nope. Further Total himself? con job. <laughs> and I'm wondering if that argument breaks down to the fact that we consider that if you're religious, that you have some sort of moral standard. I don't think that uh, that is necessarily true, but... No. But in any nope. case, that's an argument. He doesn't like Jews. Joy Behar's a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, no, I, th I thought he was one of the type that does like Jews because they're bringing about the end times. I don't know. I can't keep track. No, that's what he's supposed to say, but he really hates Jews. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's probably true. Hates Jared, hates Ivanka. <laughs> he hates Jews because they killed the person that talks to him at night. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else? No. There's so much, but no, I don't have time, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Parkland. Uh, no, we didn't. We'll have to. Well, <laughs> That's like a whole other show. It is. I know. <laughs> All right. So, so tired. <laughs> I think that's all we're going to have for this week. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, there's several ways you can support it. Uh, share it on social media and or leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Uh, if you want to contact us, again, Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash profanearg, or tweet uh, at profanearg. 
Also, uh, check out the soon-to-be-named network, which we are a member, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com, also on Tumblr. Uh, a lot of podcasts, anything that you, uh, you're you looking for as far as uh, listening, movies, TV, game, video games, what have you. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. <laughs>